In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome on this wonderful, wonderful Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I'll tell you what, the uh, introduction, Mother Nature's introduction of this gloomy, rainy weather has kind of kept me inside a little more than I'd like. I have to admit that. I had kind of a sleepy catch-up weekend, but it was awesome, and I hope yours was too. So, hey, you've all heard me talk a lot on this show about social media and encourage all of you business owners out there and anybody who just really enjoys connection to introduce social media into your life. And it's really changed the face of my business and my life. And through my contacts on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, and by doing these podcasts and my other podcasts and my Inc. magazine articles, I have met some of the most amazing people, many of whom have become really good friends whom I've never met face-to-face. And today's guest is one of these amazing people, so I'm really excited about having her on the show. Joy Schofler had a humble beginning growing up in Portland, Oregon, but being raised on welfare did not stop a young girl from developing her million-dollar mindset and growing into a successful giving woman business owner, wife, and mom. In fact, Joy has raised in excess of $20 million in capital for small startups. And while at the helm of her own public relations and marketing firm, imagine that, she's taken her clients from that idea phase to $5 million in funding in just under two years, and even brought some of them from small home-based business to an Inc. 500 status in under two years. Absolutely amazing. And Joy has even served on active duty for Operation Iraqi Freedom. She's interned at the Pentagon. Get that, right? And she's raising two lovely children. So this is the short list. I haven't even gotten into all of this amazing woman's accomplishments, but she believes that it doesn't matter where you come from. You can do anything. Anything, And as all of you know, that is our theory here on this show. Anything is possible and joy is living proof of that theory. So I am so excited to welcome Joy Schofer onto the Million Dollar Mindset. Hey, girl. Hey, well, thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I um, 
you know, just, just hearing the list of, uh, of things you went through just makes me feel so blessed because those were all opportunities that um, other people have brought in my life, like this opportunity that you brought me today. Um, and, you know, there, there's been, you know, just wonderful people who have helped me accomplish that. And I think that's one of the things um, that, you know, that, that your viewers can really take away is that you, you know, you always are on the lookout for opportunities and you're always on the lookout for, you know, how can I help other people? How can I add value to a situation? And it's absolutely amazing the results that will come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I think that's really what I, I use to um, to help improve me my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I get that sense of you, even though we don't know one another well, I certainly can see um, just by talking to you and, and reading more about you, what a giving, what a giving, wonderful person you are, Joy. And so I'm really curious. So here you are, this little girl, and, uh, you know, living in an impoverished environment, how, how did you adopt this mentality? Where did it come from? Um, you know, I, I really don't know where it came from other than I would I would look to people who um, I saw good in, and I, I think I do that still in, in business and life, and yet I look to, you know, whether it's whether somebody, um, you know, goes to the gym every day and, and exercises or has, you know, a really healthy habit that I would I would love to emulate or, you know, whether they have a, a thriving um a thriving business or a great administrative staff, I really look to other people and try to always take away, like, what are you doing that makes, you know, that makes you successful? What can I learn from? You know, everybody's kind of got their strengths and weaknesses. And I always try try to to concentrate on other people's strengths um, and, and learn from those. And, you know, sometimes growing up, the, you know, there wasn't a, a ton of strengths around, <laughs> um, but, you know, but it, in the same instance, you know, there, there's always good, you know, there's, there, you know, the world can be gray. So, you know, it's not just black and white. So there, there's good in, in almost any situation if you look for it. And so, you know, one of my things is I just kept on, um, I read a lot. I actually, Ink Magazine has been one of my favorite publications for, for a very long time. Even as a kid, I would, I would watch news and, and business shows and, you know, other kids were playing at the house and, and I would be playing store. And <laughs> I, I, think I just always had that um, entrepreneurial spirit in me and would look for, for role models or, um, you know, reach out to, to teachers or, you know, just other people in my life. I think the military was a really big part of it, too. Um, I went in, enlisted, and then went through the officer program. And, I mean, what an amazing thing. You know, they, they gave me so many opportunities, and I met some of the most amazing people in my life and, and learned, you know, just how hard I could push my body and my mind with how little sleep, <laughs> which is wow. something with two young children um, comes in handy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll say. So how how did the military, the idea of the military, enter into your mind? Um, you know, I I just, uh, I was 21 when I went in, um, and I was working as a bank teller, uh, putting myself through college, and I'd actually had a, a full-ride scholarship to, um, to college, 
to pay for my associate's degree. Um, but I was seeing all the, I lived in a military town, and I was seeing these women who would come in and, and just in tears sometimes because, you know, their accounts were overdrawn, their husbands were deployed, and there was a mess up in the pay, and it didn't get fixed, and, you know, they were just distraught. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just didn't think that was right. Um, you know, I really, if, if the people are going to be out there serving, then they're, you know, the pay is one thing they should never have to worry about. And so um, I decided to, to join and uh, go into the reserves as a finance um, soldier. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, nothing else, just finance. And mm-hmm. went in and um, became an enlisted finance soldier and was mobilized for a year for the war. And as I was mobilized, um, there was you know, there was just a lot of things that I, I wanted to do differently and that I, um, you know, I always kind of look at how can we make this better, how can we improve. And as, you know, enlisted soldier, you don't really have a whole lot of um, potential to make those changes. So I decided to become an officer and <laughs> make a bigger impact. And so I, I, I love it. Um, while on active duty, I was still going to school full-time, uh, taking four classes and doing nothing but working and, and uh, <laughs> just wow. working occasionally, um, and ended up finishing uh, finishing my associate's degree while on active duty. And then um, when my mobilization was over, I went into my junior year um, on an ROTC scholarship. Mm. Wow. And... <laughs> That's just amazing. I mean, four classes is a full-time schedule. And so you had that. You were probably operating on little to no sleep. And this is, where do you get this kind of drive from? What taught you this? There had to be something when you were a little kid. Was there a teacher, a grandma or grandpa or somebody who just really inspired you? Well, I I don't I think um, I think you have two choices. You can either decide to, to give up or get up and right. um, in order to make the deadline for the ROTC scholarship I had to my, have my associate's degree done by a certain time and so my only choice was to succeed or to not get the scholarship and to not mm-hmm. be able to commit or to have to wait another year and um, I just I don't know I, I think if there's a deadline you just you know, you, you work harder and you accomplish it. Like there's, yeah. <laughs> there's no other choice. I mean, I just, and I, I guess I never saw another choice. Like okay. it, it wasn't, um, it, it, I just didn't see another choice. I mean, I think I saw what happens if you don't work hard and if you don't, um, or I mean, not to say if you don't work hard because growing up, um, there was times I saw my mother work three jobs and mm. you no, know, they were, waiting tables and, and working at a, as a checkout girl and, you know, doing, um, really hard manual work. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's necessarily an issue of working harder, but I think that, um, you, you know, you can either put in the time and effort in, in one way or another. And mm-hmm. this is just the way that I chose to put it in, I guess. So. Okay, so so you did have that type of a role model in your mother that, you know, she did go out and work hard to put food on the table, and she didn't give up. Well, um, she did when we were probably about 10. So mm-hmm. um, before then, she, she worked, you know, really hard, and then I, mm-hmm. I did kind of see that shift where, where yeah. she 
and stopped working um, yeah. or would just, you know, and, and didn't work for, for I don't know, years and years. Um, okay. So, you know, I think I saw both. And, yeah, uh, that probably did it for you. You saw the outcome of both extremes. And we're going to go into break in just a few seconds. When we come back, you mentioned at the top of the show that there have been some amazing people in your life who were there for you and uh, who reached out for you. And I'd love to hear more about how you engaged with those people. So we're going into a break and we will see you all back here in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Season Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com. Tom was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we 
are here today with Joy Schofler, who is a principal at Leverage PR, and you will find Joy in her fabulous company at leverage-pr.com. And Joy launched uh, Leverage PR after recognizing a need for public relations and market development services for growth phase businesses, real estate professionals, and political figures. And we're going to learn more about what Joy does, but uh, until then, I would love to talk more about these amazing people who have entered into your life, Joy, and and how, you know, I have always told people who have questioned uh, me on how to find a mentor that a mentor doesn't always mean someone who you know personally and someone you even speak to personally. And what you were describing in the first segment in the show really sounded like mentorship to me. You just observe people so well and you you model yourself after what you see them doing that you consider very successful and in a form that's mentorship and, and that's one direction I send people. But it sounds like you've had some folks in your life who have really touched your life. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. I um, I had an amazing family who, um, you know, he walked me down the aisle when I got married to my husband, and, um, you know, she's, they're, they're like a second set of parents to me, mm. um, and they, you know, they took me in when I was, um, when I was older. I was actually, it's funny, um, I, 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 moved out of my house when I was 15 and um, mm-hmm. kind of bounced around from um, family to family and, and, you know, did a little time in foster care and, and other places. But um, I was I was really able to um, meet some, some, some great people throughout, um, throughout all that and um, really did kind of decide that I wanted to be a certain type of person. And so, you know, I went out and did the things that I saw, you know, the normal kids doing. So kind of emulating that success, I guess, um, during the student council and, you know, trying to make the grades to get on honor roll. And, um, you know, just what when I didn't have normal role models in my life, I would, I would even watch TV and think, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? And I use those principles in business sometimes. Like, okay, you know, these are what these amazing large firms do how, you know, how can I, how can I do this? And so that's kind of how I grew my business is also emulating. Um, John and Sandy Livermore and, and their daughter, Mary, were an example that, or were the family who, there that I lived with. Um, and they were just, just amazing, amazing people. And he, he was a retired command, um, command sergeant master chief, which is like the highest enlisted you could go in the wow. Navy. And he was part of I I met them actually after I joined the military, um, but and lived with them when I was gosh, 20, um, 21 years old, which is kind of funny. You're 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 grown up then. I lived with them from the time I was tw- just for six months when I was twenty one. Um, uh, um, I was supposed to get an apartment with their daughter, and our apartment lease ended up falling through, and so we we both moved in with their parents. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> which was, I, I love guess, that. <laughs> which was God's luck, I guess. Um, but they became, they were, have really become my my family in so many ways. Of just giving me, um, giving me like the people who you can go to no matter what, and and talk to, and and who will really be there for you, and are just 
you know, the most amazing, warm, loving people you will ever meet in your life. And that was definitely an example on the personal side of of the type of mother I wanted to be and the type of wife I wanted to be, just getting to see that. Yeah, you really did create some fabulous opportunities for yourself. And, you know, I, I believe in, in universal support, the law of attraction and, um, really sending out that vibration, that higher frequency that will attract like kind frequency into your life. And I think, Joy, for you, you know, you were just, in spite of your childhood circumstances, you were brought into this world as such an optimistic human being and and I'm I'm sure that that's what drew these opportunities to you because in in the face of adversity you still just didn't give up and 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 so you found these fabulous people who exemplified the type of family environment that you wanted to and did later create for yourself yeah I think you yeah I mean I'd say I don't know. Is it? I think I think that's why I love PR so much. Is I get to go out and I get to to um, think about all the best things about my clients and their business, and and then you know uh-huh. <laughs> get, to, get to tell the world all these fabulous things. You know, like because I, I look at, at companies and you know maybe they're just starting out. Maybe they you know they're not in a place where they think they should be. But I always see this amazing potential, or um, you know different opportunities or, or, you know, ways that they can expand or different ways that they can, they can tell people about themselves. And so I, I, I think that's why I ended up going into PR is because um, I just saw all these, you know, when I worked with businesses and raising capital, um, one of the ways that I was able to, to raise over $20 million was by um, getting, you know, press coverage and by, going and highlighting areas of the business so investors would, would, you know, really become more interested in their company overall. And it was just the funnest thing in the world, like, you know, getting to to share their story and getting to, um, you know, share the owners and, and the companies. It was just a blast, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a blast, but I think it's a very, very, very um, sort of a, a gift that not everyone has that ability to to find that kind of money. And you did it. Joy, you talk about you work with companies uh, that you you say are in our growth phase businesses. Tell us what that means. Well, um, there are, you know, there's there's some people who really want to go over those go and and their target is kind of the you know the fortune 500 like the enterprise level firms the dells of the world or are these really big corporations that that is not my target um i love working with kind of the medium and um the smaller medium-sized businesses so one of my clients is um a publicly traded small foods company called republic of texas um, Brands Incorporated, and they sell gourmet high-end foods. And they, um, they, you know, they're one example. Another one is a social media company. Their their customers are enterprise level, but they are a kind of small team of industry experts who have gotten together to revolutionize um, the uh, the social media management world. And so mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's really 
I work with a variety of companies, but most of them are small, and they're they're growing. They're trying to raise capital, or you know, they've already received their funding, and now they really want to get the word out about their companies and what they do. Um, and I just love working with them because there's that energy, and there's it's you know, it's opportunity, it's promise, and um, you know, it's not a lot of times with bigger brands. It's it's a lot of crisis management. I also do public affairs for. Um, the Texas State Guard, and that's that's more wow. it's a big organization. So that's a different kind of PR. You know, there's still you know you find the, the angles and and get to highlight it in a certain way, but it there's definitely it, there's a difference. And I just I love the growth phase. Mm, obviously, now Joy, either you have. Um created duplicates of yourself or you have some employees on board <laughs> i do <laughs> yes, how many yeah, employees do you have um, i have three employees and then a partner oh wonderful okay okay wow <laughs> it's like this gal never sleeps and she's a mom too <laughs> yes no i definitely need need to sleep gotta be healthy <laughs> yeah yeah you sure do wow so you leverage the PR then to help these people in, in many cases raise that much needed capital. So when we're talking about your ideal client, we're talking about people who, who don't need like $25,000 in capital. We're talking about people who need millions, right? Well, it, it really depends upon what their, their business goals are. So, um, one of the first things I do is I, I find out exactly what it is they're, they're needing to accomplish or want to accomplish. Sometimes it's, um, I, I just talked to a potential client this morning who was um, looking for PR so he could um, basically get public, get enough publicity and get the, the company's name out there enough so they could get acquired later on down the line. Um, I have a, another client who came to me who is, um, they're basically starting from the ground floor, and they're they're looking to outsource their entire marketing, social media management, and PR efforts. Okay. Um, so I I do I do social media. You know, my firm has a, a new media specialist on staff to you know to help with blogging and really setting the the foundation of of messaging for companies. So what exactly do you do you want to accomplish? I look at it holistically. Um, what are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? Sometimes it's raising capital. Um, sometimes it's getting acquired. Sometimes it's increasing revenue. And I try to really put it put a plan in place, whether it's through marketing or social media management or PR that that helps them accomplish that goal. So it's really leveraging all channels, and social media has become, you you mentioned it in the very beginning of the show, um, that is such an important way because you can get the publicity, but social media is really an amplifier, and it's a way to to build, um, you you really go out and you connect with your influencers, and then you're able to share your news and, and position your news to your influencers in a way that will accomplish your goals. And so I really work with my clients and, and kind of utilize a black, backwards planning approach that I learned in the military of, okay, here is, you know, here's what you want to do. So let's look at all the things you need to do to accomplish that. And, you know, sometimes they think, well, I want to raise money, 
um, and do this, but really sometimes getting acquired or, you know, finding a strategic partner might be a better option. So we really look at their goals and then identify, kind of create a game plan to accomplish them. Perfect. So we are going to go into break and I'd love to hear more about developing PR and how a small company can can even come up with a concept for their public relations, because I think that's something that stumps a lot of small businesses. We will be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you ready to get your woohoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleOdell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. Now, Joy mentioned earlier one of her clients, and I would love for you to all go check out the Inc. article of the week, which is at Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, because uh, that very client is featured in the article, and it's a fun article about giving gifts to your clients for the holidays, so make sure you check that out. We're here with Joy Schofler 
from Leverage PR, leverage-pr.com. And Joy, you know, I realized over break that you deal with the two most critical issues in business. As a business coach, I hear it all the time, raising capital and raising brand awareness. I mean, those are the two big ouches, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, and it's amazing because here you are, the one-stop shop to solve that issue for people and, uh, and, and help them do both, which is pretty, pretty cool. And one of the things that I hear a lot when I talk about um, PR and I try to encourage my clients to begin going on podcasts and begin writing for, you know, do proposing a guest blog for a popular blogger and, and the small kind of startup PR kinds of things that, that people can do is they say, well, what, what is special about me? What is special about my business? What do I talk about? What do I write a press release about? Can you give us a couple of critical tips there? <gasps> Yeah, of course, and one of the one of the great ways to um, attack, really get get a lot of exposure for your brand, whether it's through blogging or um, having a story written on your your company, is looking at trending topics. So, um, using the the article that um, that Marla did in Ink Magazine on my client, um, I really looked at okay, it's you know it's Christmas time. Small businesses are are needing to. Um, they're thinking about, gosh, should I buy presents? Well, it, you know, it's so hard to, how can I make the biggest impact if I do buy the, buy the gifts for clients? And so that was a great trending topic since my mm-hmm. uh, client, Republic of Texas Brands Incorporated, um, is a foods company, and they do uh, corporate gifts. And so I was really able to kind of look and say, okay, what are the trending topics going on, meaning what's in the news? Um, you know, what are kind of the popular things going on in your industry? And I, I have a blog, um, uh, leverage-pr. Um, I am forgetting my blog name. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on your site. <laughs> yeah, it's on my on my site. Um, leverage uh, leveragepr.blog.com. Um, there we go. Right. Uh, but uh, there on my blog, I do weekly case studies of kind of PR success stories. And my latest um, blog post was about a company that had not a client, just, just a company um, that I found who had some really successful marketing practices and PR practices, they were a storage unit com- marketing company. And what they did was they did a um, – they looked at what the kind of most attractive things in their industry were, and they found it was storage auctions. And so they did a whole PR campaign and effort and, and things about auctions and made an incredible – profit and had a, a great jump in traffic all by kind of identifying that trending topic and then because it was part of their industry, kind of attaching their horse to that, um, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, really going and seeing, okay, what, you know, what is exciting? Um, what is, you know, what is that, that thing that really makes my, my, uh, not even your business, but makes your industry stand out. And then you can go and, and attach your business to that trend. So if it's, you know, holiday gifting, then then that's Christmas or, um, you know, it's Easter for, for smoked meats or, what you know, whatever that time of year is or, you know, whatever is going on in the news right then um, that you can attach your 
you know, your founding team as experts or your products to. And, and it's not in a, here's my product, you know, like, go see this. It's more in a, okay, let me be an expert source for, for this. Let me go out right. and see how I can add value to the readers. It's never about, you never, ever, ever want to make it about yourself or your company. It's always about how are you going to create value and add value to the readers or the viewers. Mm-hmm. I love that point, and it's such a critical take home for everybody listening because a lot of the pitches that I get for my podcast and for Inc. Uh, are exactly the opposite of what you're advising. You know, X, Y, and Z company manufactures A, B, and C, you know, widgets, and so we think we'd make a great story because, you know, and your pitch to me, and I have this personal experience with you now, having having been pitched by you, um, <laughs> you know, was one I grabbed onto right away. And why? A couple of things. Well, first of all, I thought it was a great idea, obviously, but secondly, you did all of the hard work. You made it so easy for me because you went out there and identified that trending topic and offered me all the resources and information I needed to pull together a story very, very quickly and with great ease and what I knew that the readers would enjoy. And so that's just a fabulous example of how to how to do an effective pitch. So thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> thank you for the coverage. My client was very happy and I'm very happy. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. So it's a lot of fun. One of my favorite examples, and I use this all the time because I just thought it was so much fun. I had a gal on this show, oh gosh, a couple years ago now, and she had written a book called The Daughter-in-Law Rules. And it was, you know, something like, you know, 101 tips to win over your mother-in-law. And when Obama was elected, And his mother-in-law, they were making all the fuss about her moving into the White House. She sent out a press release, something to the effect of, uh, you know, Obama's mother-in-law moves into the White House. And then her, her, the little byline on it or the little catchphrase underneath was learn how to, I don't know, make your mother-in-law adore you or something like that. And, and then it, it touted her book. And I thought, you know, and she actually got, some really, really hot placement with that. And I think that's just another great example of, of what you're saying, trending topics. Oh, yeah. It's all about how you can add a value, whether it's by, you know, going after a blog post or, you know, social media influencers or getting in USA Today. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about how you can add value to those readers. And, it, it, you know, I, maybe that's a lesson I learned from growing up is, you can never make it about yourself, you know. I mean, honestly, people are too busy to really care. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> they, right. they have their own goals and their own things that, that they have going on, and, you know, they, they don't care about a product or a service or, or anything else, you know. Like, the only way that, that you can make yourself relevant and and succeed, whether you're you know, starting your business or, you know, whether you're, try, you're an enterprise-level firm trying to um, – you know, reach new customers, the only way that you can be relevant is if you're solving their problems, but the kind of what, what's in it for me, you know, how, um, how can I add value today? Right. And so, Joy, if, if, a com- if 
if there's a company who who wants to start going, say on on podcasts, they want to start making appearances on podcasts and on well, blogs are a little easier, but let's talk about podcasts. I mean, do you place your any of your clients on podcasts? Oh yeah, I think podcast podcasts are a great way to really reach a target demographic. Um, you know, there's you know for this. For example, um, this podcast, there's a, there's a lot of small business owners and growing companies and people who are really open-minded and interested in learning new ways that they can grow and expand. Um, right. And so this is a great, you know, this is a great demographic to reach out to and, you know, talk about ways that, that you can help them in that effort. And, you know, there's, if you're a, a social media expert going out and, and um, talking on a marketing blog, or podcast and, and, you know, sharing your tips. Those are all potential customers. So whatever, right. you know, whatever your, your expertise and your subject is, it's almost guaranteed that somebody has got a blog or a podcast out there about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. yeah. So, so can you share with us how you as a PR expert identify a, a blog, how do you find them, first of all, and how do you identify a blog that should have a decent following? Because really, by looking at the at the show pages, you really can't tell. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, Google uh, Blogs, for example, does their results by the number of, of subscribers. And so, you know, you can get an idea just by looking at subscriber count of how popular a blog is to decide whether or not that's something you want to, um, somebody you want to reach out to and, and offer to do a guest blog post on. And one thing um, that I think readers really need, or excuse me, listeners should really, really be aware of is that the re, um, those the people who write the blogs are probably very busy, very, very busy. And even if it's a more successful blog, they might be more busy just because they have so much going on in their lives. So, if you can offer some good, solid advice to their readers, and yeah. it's not just about you, but if it's about how to add value to their readers, then there's a very good chance that you could become a, a guest blog, a right. blogger for that particular blog because you know, they need resources. They need people to help them. They're, they're too busy to do it on their own. Yeah. Collaboration is really just kind of the way that I think writers and bloggers and um, you know, the, the media works, you know, and my gosh, what would you do without sources? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And I can certainly attest to that. I mean, writing the ink, um, articles that I write, I mean, that's just like a little side gig. Okay. You know, <laughs> I have a lot going on as a coach and, and a podcaster and, and, uh, everything else. So you're absolutely right. We're going to go into a break in, in a minute or so. And before we do that, Joy, can you identify how you find podcasts? for your clients. Is there any trick we should know? Um, you know, a lot of times just just searching out, you know, just kind of typing in the subjects on, on Google is, a, you know, a okay. great way to find yep. different. Um, it's amazing just by by searching, you know, your, your kind of key terms, what will come up. Um, mm-hmm. That's really one of the first things I do. And then connecting with influencers in a particular area. So, when I'm working with, with a new client, one of the things I do is I go out and find my staff goes to find all the influencers in their particular market mm-hmm. um, and then go back and look through their sites to see if they do podcasts and, ah, and other stuff. Tip. So we, 
we build media lists. Great tip. We're going into break. We'll see you back in just a few. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on DougieNet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, I'm just having a ton of fun here speaking to Joy Schofler, principal at Leverage PR, and you'll find Joy and her fabulous company at leverage-pr.com. Now, Joy, we're in our last segment here already, which I can't believe because I could just talk about this stuff forever, Uh, but you do so much, and I don't know how you do it, but you do so much outside of your work environment. I know that you sit on the board for athletes for change and you're involved in Big Brothers Big Sisters and Faith Homes. Tell us all about this amazing stuff that you do. Well, I um, I used to, I, I was on, I was the house mentor for Faith Homes um, back in Tacoma, Washington for two years um, and, and then moved to, um, you know, moved to Texas. So that is, that is in the past. And then I did a year as a, a big brother, big sister, um, one-on-one mentor and, and now sit on the board for, um, athletes for change. I don't think I could do them all three at once. <laughs> My poor kids would never see me. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, but um, still, still tell us about athletes for change. What is yeah. that all about? 
Yeah, um, Athletes for Change is a a group home for um, troubled teams. They are just launching its um, ex-NFL football players to um, have opened a group home just outside of Dallas, Texas, and they're officially opening the um, the middle of January, so there'll be a big PR effort there. Uh, but uh, they're basically working with um, teenagers to, you know, the judge is giving another chance. They're not putting them in juvenile detention. So they've either, you know, they were in foster care and um, kind of got kicked out of the system or they um, were, you know, in their parents' care and, and broke the law and were going to go to juvie. But the judge said, no, you know, I, I really think this, this child needs residential care instead. Um, and all these ex-NFL football players and, you know, were really trying to make an effort to get other sports you know, other athletes involved from multiple sports. Um, but they've come together and they're doing mentorship with the kids, you know, having a, a quarterly, there's going to be an athlete who comes in and um, speaks to the kids, a professional football or, or basketball or um, other Olympic athlete that comes in there and speaks to the kids and, and just kind of gives them hope. Um, lots of great fundraisers and galas and things of that nature. But what really made me excited to be part of it is that I can kind of go in and tell them, you know, it doesn't matter if your parents were addicted to drugs. It doesn't matter if, Mm -hmm. you know, you grew up with nothing. It does not matter where you came from. Everybody has hard circumstances in life, you know, whether you grew up with a perfect home or your biggest challenge was your your parents got divorced. Those were hard to deal with for you. I mean, you know, it's just because... It's still hard, you know, for for kids to deal with, even if it wasn't an extreme of like a heroin addict's mom. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's hard things that people deal with, and it's a lot of times it's just showing them that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, it doesn't matter what you're going through. There is a light out out there, but you also have to realize that you have two choices: you can get give up or you can get up, and. This is, I mean, you, you see what it looks like giving up. They see it with their families. You know, they see it with their friends. And Or do you want to get up? And do you want to, you know, be whatever you want to be? And so, I don't know. I, I get passionate mm. about it. You, you really do. do. really do have a choice in life. You, you get up or you give up. And, and, you know, like, I want to be able to show them that, no, and, and I've, all the other kids that I've worked with, it's kind of my passion to show them, you know, it does not matter where you came from. Like, you can get up and you can take small steps every day to um, to accomplish things. And that's in business, too. It doesn't matter where your business is today. You can take, you can get up and you can take small little steps and, um, you know, you can really be something. You know, you can grow your company into whatever you want it to be. The, the only challenges are the ones you set for yourself. Yeah. And they're yeah. the only limits. They're the ones that you set for yourself. Absolutely. And I, I love that you are just a living, breathing example for these kids. And um, I mean, it, they're going to look at you and, and your success and where you came from and, and what you lived through and your million dollar mindset, if you will. And I, they're bound to feel like, OK, there are no excuses. If she can do it, I can do it. And uh, that's a very, very special gift you're giving them. So so thank you on behalf of all of us who do have a soft spot in our hearts for for teens and for helping them realize their their potential because this is an important mission so wow 
Wow. Well, thank you, but I think they'll be more impressed with the football players, but maybe I'll just throw a little something down. <laughs> well, that's remember, who knows? <laughs> that'll be like, fun for them. You're just a boring PR person. <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun for them, I'm sure. Joy, one thing that we I'd like to t- just touch on in the last few minutes of the show, we probably have about seven minutes left to the show. We didn't really talk a lot about raising capital. We talked about raising brand awareness. Um, are there some tips that you can give to, you know, like my, my clients are, are people who are typically in the low six digit figures, you know, 100, 200, 3000, um, in annual revenues. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they would be ideal for, for, you know, this kind of knowledge. What, what can you offer us? Yeah. Well, you know, um, it is, PR is one of the greatest tools to raise capital because you're essentially, um, it, it's outside validation that that you have something. And a lot of times what investors are looking for is, you know, I mean, that, that's a huge decision for an investor to put the trust in you to, you know, invest their, you know, invest their hard-earned money into your company. Or, you know, that's, that's the difference between a, you know, a fund losing their job if they make a wrong decision or losing their clients' money. Right. So, you know, it's a really big decision um, for somebody to put their, to invest their money with you. So one of the ways that, um, you know, you can really be successful in raising that capital is by gaining validation that, you know, that you are, you actually have something good to offer, um, you know, to offer the world because PR is really a spotlight saying that good publicity is really a spotlight that is saying, yes, you know, people think that this person is interesting or this person has knowledge. So that's, that's one thing is it's, it's credibility. Um, another thing is by, you know, using those press mentions to meet other influencers or meet other powerful people to bring on employees who also may be potentially investors or, you know, just by having the right talent with your company, um, that can help you raise capital as well. And then putting them in your marketing material to the, um, you know, to the investors, just, you know, just really leveraging it. And um, sorry about that. I'm actually uh, looking for a presentation that I did for GrowThink um, uh-huh. where I thought uh, GrowThink is a major, um, a major uh, investment banking firm for startups. It kind of teaches, uh-huh. you know, teaches them how to build their business. And I did a presentation a couple months ago that basically walked through a bunch of, um, bunch of great tips on how to raise capital with, uh, through, through publicity. So, um, but anyway, so, you know, really it's going out there and validating your company, um, you gaining credibility for your company by, you know, through publicity, um, meeting, you know, getting strategic investors, if there's, you know, an article series on a particular topic, you can reach out to other people in that article series who may be good strategic investors, um, sending those to different uh, venture capital firms. It's just really a great way to gain credibility and make your firm a theme bigger than it may be. Okay. Well, it it sounds um, a little complicated to my ears. So I think my my advice is to just go to leverage-pr.com and hire Joy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, wow. But it sounds interesting. And, uh, you know, it's possible. And that's what I love is that it's possible. And uh, what was the the firm that you mentioned? I know you and I have talked about it, but I'd like to get that uh, URL out there. Growth. Mm -hmm. Oh, growthink.com. Growthink.com. Okay. And who should visit that site? You know, any entrepreneur who needs help creating a business plan or is looking for, I mean, if you're looking for an advisor, there's no better place to go than Marla. Um, (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, if you're looking for help creating a business plan or just getting a template to kind of put things in for a very low price, um, Growth Inc. is a great resource for that. They offer a lot of free webinars and classes that can kind of help give you um, great information from experts all over the, the country. Mm. So that's a, a really a great resource. And, and you know, just to tell a little story here, if we have a quick sec, um, okay. one of the first firms that I worked with, the PPA group, we started out working out of their home for, you know, for me in operation. And we were, they, you know, the owner had um, – had acquired $65 million in, in commercial real estate, which, you know, really isn't much. It's a couple apartment buildings in, in Seattle, and was really trying to grow it, his farm, really making it to the next level. And we didn't have an office, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of things, but we were able to get coverage in Dallas Morning News, Globe Street, get our CEO um, listed as the expert, really highlight acquisitions. So going out there and, you know, highlighting any successes your business has with industry trends, talking about that in, you know, just as far as what's going on with the industry to make it relevant and interesting. It, it's another way too to, to kind of build your credibility and build up what's going on with your company. Mm-hmm. It is a very strategic approach, and I like that because it makes sense. You know, a business person can sit and and develop and see this plan and see how it can basically escalate to bring in capital, which is very exciting because it kind of demystifies it. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's step-by-step, step too. Like, you know, you're sending them over the press links, and especially which order you send them over to if you send them mm-hmm. over in a a list, you're, you're not only telling them what you've done for your business, but then you're giving them outside third-party validation from a list of very credible publications that is saying, oh, yeah, they did this, this, and this, and this, and, you know, here's the, here's the articles that discuss them. Um, mm-hmm. It's a huge credibility factor. It really is. Well, Joy, this has been just a delight. And so I've just learned so much just speaking to you today. So thank you for that. My clients, thank you. My listeners, thank you. And, and uh, I just want to remind everybody to check out Joy's blog, too, because there are some really great examples on there. Joy Schofler, thank you so much for joining us from Leverage PR. Thank you. Bye-bye now, everyone. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, 